Yo, 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 yo. You already know what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Vance Barnes Pod. I am him. He is me. Glitch in the Matrix. Your host, Vance Barnes. Man, I feel like I I feel like I ain't talked to y'all in a minute, man. It's been, I think, because we recorded early last week. And it's just been a minute, man. My Super Bowl prediction was correct. I know, yeah, like I said, it's been a minute. But I had the Rams. I just want you to know so I can talk my shit for a little bit. I did predict correctly that the Rams was going to win. Just seemed too inevitable, man. It just seemed like the stars were aligned for that one. But, man, hopping right into it. Man, how about that first episode of the Kanye doc? And I believe, I believe the second episode comes out tonight, Wednesday. I haven't even watched it yet. All right. It might be out right now, but I have to. I can't wait to watch this second one. But man, there was a lot of gems dropped in that first episode, and I feel like this is gonna be a documentary for the ages, because I just feel like right now people have such a perception of who they think Kanye is, what they think Kanye is, and I just think it's so cool going back and looking at when he was like, you know, what I mean, early twenties, mid twenties, still trying to you know, create his own lane in the music business and to see his struggle and to see like him still trying to work to be, to get his dream that he had dreamed of. Like he's still trying to get to that point of where he wanted to. And he talked about it in the dock. Like he was driving in the whip. He was like, man, there's just so many people that always tell me like, man, you made it. Like, man, you making money, man. I wish I could be in it. And he's like, to y'all, I made it. But to me, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be at. Because he still had a bunch of things on his mind he talked about. He's like, I still got a bunch of things I want to accomplish, a bunch of things I want to do. I had not even scratched the surface yet. And I'm like, yo, that is, that's so inspiring to me. Like, when he said that, I got chills. I was like, man, like, for real. There's so many people that would have got to the position where he's at, where they can smell the roses. And I'm in that position right now. Like, I'm in a position where I'm around a bunch of guys not just my immediate guys, but I'm around a bunch of different people that I've seen throughout the past weeks that are training for their goal um, of going to the NFL, and they can smell it. Like they can, they can be like, "Man, I'm this away from I'm running from this time away from going to the to the league," or "I'm this," you know what I mean? I can I'm around people that can smell it, and you'd be surprised how many people have gotten content with just that. How many people have gotten content with just training for the NFL, like? just getting to their goal like nah and Kanye talked about it he was like man I've made it to a lot of people but to me I'm just getting started you know something I noticed at first was just his quiet confidence you know we talk about it all the time and on this pod about confidence but it's so crazy because like now we have this perception of Kanye of like him being loud brash and just being out there outspoken confident you know, what I mean, he has a song on Yeezus called I Am a God. And but to see him back then of him just getting started like that, quiet confidence of just like he had this feeling of like, yeah, everyone around me doesn't know it yet, but I'm the one. You know what I mean? And you can see that in the clips. He's just like has that aura about him. Like, yeah, nobody around me knows I'm about to be the biggest to ever do it. And I'm about to change the game, you know. Having this thought process, like, I used to think about that all the time. You know what I mean? Before I even knew what manifesting was, I'd be like a kid 
or in middle school or something, I'd go to the store and the dude ringing me out at the check line, I'd just be thinking to myself, like, man, this dude has no idea that in like 10 years, I'm about to be the biggest athlete in the world. You know what I mean? Like that was just something I would think about as a kid. Even like now, like when I was back at school and I was serving and I was making, uh, I was working at the restaurant I was working at and I was, I'd be like serving a table and I'd just be thinking to myself as they're giving me their order. I was like, man, y'all have no idea that like in a year from now, I'm going to be in the league. Like I'm not even going, you know what I mean? That's just the mindset I would have. And that's just kind of the aura I got from Kanye when you see him in the clips and he's just kind of in the background at first. And then he comes out and the doc starts to be more about him. And he's just like, like doing his thing. And he's just got kind of got that energy about him. You know what I mean? Going off of the manifestation, Kanye was talking about that all throughout the doc. I mentioned it earlier with him talking about how he hadn't even scratched the surface yet. He was saying like, he said he never wanted to be just a producer. Like he always knew that this was his foot in the door. But at the end of the day, he wanted to be one of the greatest rappers alive that he wanted to be a great rapper. And I think that's important too, is not getting bottled into what people think we are or what people think we should do. You know what I mean? People talking about the doc, you know, I, it was so crazy because like people are talking about how he was playing the song for the label. And I think he was playing, he was playing All Falls Down, which is like one of his best songs ever, if not arguably his best song ever. People talk about like people are on social media are talking about how like like oh, how could you not know you know this was a hit you know hindsight's twenty twenty you know what I mean like we obviously know today almost twenty years later that that was a hit but the people in the label were just kind of like ah uh, yeah like thanks Kanye like uh but something I noticed was when he was playing the records for the for the people for the two ladies and he went and he just it's kind of crazy because he just barged into their room into their office they just trying to work. He just popped the CD and he started rapping. Like, imagine if Kanye West just popped into your office and started rapping. And he's rapping, and at first they're listening. But both times in both offices with both ladies, somebody came in and started, and they immediately were like, it was kind of like a relief, like, oh, thank you for coming in. And they started a conversation with the person as Kanye is still rapping and still playing his song. And it was crazy to me because in the second office, like, the lady, she's, like, going along with it, and then somebody comes into her office and she's, like, starts talking to them and Kanye's just kind of like he stops rapping a little bit his song is still playing and he just walks over to the wall and he's just like twiddling with his hands and then he starts tapping on the wall like he doesn't know what to do starts picking up random CDs and he's just like you know what I mean he he didn't know how to react to being ignored like that you know what I mean it was just kind of like you saw like the I guess the innocence of Kanye right there because we've all been in that situation to where we're like being ignored and we're just like, we don't know where to put our hands. We don't know where to look. We're just like, ah, yeah, damn, this is, this is awkward. Yeah. I mean, we've all felt that, but it's crazy because everybody, like everybody chasing a dream or chasing something great has had that moment where they felt like they just came up with a groundbreaking idea or they just came up with like a, this phenomenal plan of how are they, how they're going to make things shake and how they were going to, you know, make their dreams come to fruition. And somebody was just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Whatever you're talking about. You know what I mean? And that feeling, it sucks. That feeling, it hurts when you feel like, I just, I just, I got it. And then somebody's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Man, it hurts. But I feel like it's a feeling that's almost necessary for anybody that's chasing something great because it gives you a certain chip on your shoulder. 
it gives you a certain like fire inside of yourself. And it's a feeling that you you honestly never forget. I was just having this conversation with my boy Spills today that we were training. And he was like, when we were talking about in high school, he was telling me how a bunch of people in high school thought he was cocky when he wasn't really cocky. He just knew he was good and he, he had that confidence in him. But the people around him just weren't as good as he were as he was. So their insecurities, they would project their insecurities on him and call him cocky. You know what I mean? And I and I we talked about that because I thought about that too. I was like, man, that's crazy you say that. Cause in my first high school, and I started telling the story about, you know, when I was at Jefferson High School and I was a freshman coming in. And I'm not gonna I wasn't, I don't even know if it, you call it cocky at 14 years old or whatever. I just knew this is in the stage of my life at 14 years old. I was just getting to high school. I wanted everybody to know I was like, I'm going to go to the NFL. I'm going to go be great. I'm going to get play division one football. And that was just me like wanting to be great. It wasn't like me trying to like think I was better than anybody else. It was just me trying to, now that I think about it, manifest. It was me trying to speak things into existence. It was me trying to just tell like I wanted everybody to know what I was chasing so that if you came into contact with me, like that's what I was doing. Now, looking back on it 10 years later, I could have gone about that a different way. But it's crazy because we were talking about how people back then, they used to make fun of me. Like all the older kids, even kids in my grade used to be like, bro, you think you can play college football? Like n- nobody from Minnesota, you know what I mean? And the older kids and the grades above me would just be like, they would make fun of me, call me NFL superstar, this and that, and they any chance they got. And it was crazy that when I made it, or when I signed to a team, uh, when I signed from a college, I had old friends I hadn't talked to in years. I ended up transferring schools any regardless, but I had old friends from like middle school hit me up, They're like, man, I remember when I told you you would never play college football. Like, man, I was wrong. And then I had a guy hit me up, like, man, I'm I used to think you were this cocky little kid. But then I would see you in the weight room at night by yourself. And I'd be like, bro, yeah, like y'all didn't understand. Like I, there was work behind the words. Like I could have went about it a, a different way. I was just young. I was 14. But I was like, what y'all didn't understand was y'all were making fun of me. But I was actually putting in the work. I wasn't just talking. Like, I was the hardest worker in the school by far. It wasn't even close. Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. It wasn't close. So we talked about that. It was crazy because like. Going off that, I kind of went on a little a little rant right there. But going off that, like, you never forget that feeling. I never, I, to this day, I still never forget, like, the way it made me feel. I can't even tell you the names of the people that, well, I could tell you a few names. But a lot of the kids, like, a lot of the older kids that were making, like, I couldn't tell you their name. Nor do I give a fuck. Like, nor do I care at this point. Because at this point, you watching from the bleachers and I'm still doing my thing. But you never forget that feeling. You never lose that chip on your shoulder. Another thing that was super important from the documentary that I saw was the love and support that he got from his mother. And, you know, it's extremely critical. And he's obviously not here without that type of support. And that's why I always say, like, man, if you have people close to you that are chasing dreams, you need to support them. If you expect people to support you, you need to support those around you. And if especially if you consider, like, if you have an inner circle of, like, a few people and somebody in your inner circle is chasing a dream right now, because we all have seasons in our life where, like, we don't know, like, you know what I mean? You might be, th- like, in between things. But if you have somebody in your circle right now that's like, all right, I want to do this. I want to be great. And they're chasing something. 
you damn near need to ch- like be scheming, be plotting with him or her and be talking and checking up on them like it's your own dream. You know what I mean? Because that's if they're in your inner circle, that's family. And that's where you that's why I say like that support. You see how important and critical it was for Kanye. Like, how important do you think it is for you? Or how important do you think that support and love is for your friend or somebody you consider family that's chasing something? You know what I mean? I used to have a great friend in high school that we would plot and scheme on dreams all day. And I remember he had, you know, in high school alone, he had like three different dreams he wanted to chase. And I remember each one of them, like we'd be at his crib, like plotting. Like I knew what I wanted to do from the time I was a, like a kid. I was going to the NFL and we would always work on my dream. Like he, like he was that Drake bar, like you wasn't with me shooting in a gym. Like he was literally with the, with me on the field, like putting in work. So that's why, you know, but as for him, it was always, all right, what do you want to do? Are you want to do this? Bet. Like, and we would just scheme together. How can we, what's the plan? How can we get there? How, okay. What do we need to do to get there? And I was taking it serious. Like it was my dream to this day. Like I have friends that, you know, my closest friends, people I consider brothers, like I check up on them and their dreams and I support it. Like it's my own. I get excited for them. Like it's like, it's my own dream. And I hurt for them when things don't go their way. Like it's my own hurt. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel like it has to be because you saw in the doc, like that support, that love is crucial. And the same way we want others to like our people to support us, we need to support that those around us. But all in all, man, extremely dope documentary so far. I can't wait to watch the next episode. And yeah, we definitely going to get into it next week and talk about it when it comes out. You know, being a being a dreamer is is important. I feel like not everybody cuz not everybody's a dreamer. Not everybody is willing to put their all into something. Maybe it comes from I think a lot of it's just people being scared. You know what I mean? I think everybody has a dream of or or a vision or you know what they want to do, what they want to accomplish. But I think a lot of people are are just honestly scared, so they set the bar low to something that they believe is attainable. But it's just crazy to me that it's like how can we watch our favorite athletes, musicians, content creators, writers, just etc. Like, how can we watch them all live out their dreams on a daily basis and not think like, damn, that could be me? Like, why not you? If it, if they did it, why can't you do it? You know what I mean? And like that mindset is just crazy to me that, you know, I'm 24 and there's so many people that I graduated with. There's so many people that, you know, I can see from a distance and that I hear about that have given up on their dreams. And I think a lot of that comes from social media and comparison. I think that people will see somebody in their own age group doing something or chasing their dreams and they're, they might be on a level ahead or they might be doing their thing and you get naked and then somebody else gets discouraged. They're like, man, like this person's at this point in their life and they're only 23. Like what I'm still living at my parents' house. I'm still doing like, you know what I mean? I just, that I cannot fathom. Like I get, it gets to a point in our lives where, you know, some people have college debt. Some people have 
starting to get families now. They have to start thinking about money and income. But I, bro, I just think there's way too many hours in a day to be worrying about these things. You know what I mean? Like, my advice to anybody that is, like, working a job right now, but it's not exactly what they want to do. Like, you can work a job and still work on your dream at the same time. Like, there's 24 hours in a day. I read um, I read Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography, and he talked about how he slept six hours a day. He would be in the gym for, like, eight hours a day. So that's – my math is correct. That's 14 right there. That's 14 hours. He got 10 hours left. He would talk about how he would do, like, two hours of acting class, and then he worked a construction job. Um for eight hours like he really squeezed out everything he had in 24 hours but what did he do he sacrificed sleep he was only getting six hours he sacrificed a social life he didn't really have one he didn't party but he had a dream he had a vision and he knew how to manage his time to get to that like you can there's too many hours in a day for somebody to be like i don't have time for that like there's there's just there's no such thing as not having time and there are certain dreams where, like, yes, we have these windows, such as being an athlete. They're like the window is going to close. But in the grand scheme of things, whatever it is that you want to do in life, you need to do. There's no, there's no reason not to chase your dream. It's you know you're not. You know people talk about all the time, like even at 40, 50 years old, like you still have so much life to live. And it's so crazy to me that I see people in their mid. 20s, early 20s, late 20s, talking about, you know, giving up on their vision, giving up on their dreams. That to me just doesn't make sense at all. The other day I was, I heard someone talk about how, you know, when they accomplished their goals and when they got to their, their dream destination, that the main thing they wanted to feel was feel fulfilled. And me personally, I don't think that one will ever get to the point of feeling 100% fulfilled. But I can guarantee that the person who chased their dreams, whether they made it or not, the person that saw it all the way through, I, I can guarantee that you know they feel a lot more better and a lot more fulfilled than the person who did it. You know, I was talking to somebody else the other day um, about how sometimes you'll see in college football, especially at like a level like division two where your athletes have to work, you'll see a lot of the times, a lot of guys make a lot of money. Like when they work a job in the summer or a guy that's transferring schools and in between like schools, he's working and he starts making money and you start working 40 hours a week, making good money. And you're like, man, this is the most money I've ever made in my life. I'm staying at my parents' crib. I'm stacking up like bread. And you'll see a, 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 good, a good amount of the time, you'll see a person just quit because they're like, man, I could be making money rather than waking up early for workouts, dealing with coaches that are yelling at me, going to practice. But then a lot of the times you'll see that person like try and go back into the game. They're like, oh, I missed the game and then it'll be too late. But, and that's what I mean. Like this isn't a knock on anybody that has, you know, this isn't a knock on anybody that is content with a great paying job and giving up on their dreams. But 
this is a knock on those who just gave up because they couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. The, my question to, to you guys is, is the money you're making right now, like let's say you're working a great job, 40 hours a week. If that's you right now, I take my hat off to you. Like you're doing your thing right now. Take my hat off to you. Whether it's your dream, whether it's a job you hate, man, you making bread and you're providing for yourself and your family, you can never knock that. But my question to you is, is the money you're making right now short-term worth more than your dreams long-term? And I just need you to sit on that because, and like I mentioned, there's no reason for you to give up your job. Like some people, to reach your dream, you have to give up that job or you have to quit what you're doing in order to get it. But if like your job or if your dream if you can still work your job or do what you're doing throughout the day, your eight hours, and then put your hours in at night into your craft, into your dream, like, why not? It just means you have to sacrifice a little more. Maybe you got to sacrifice, you know, social life. Maybe you got to sacrifice going to the bars on the weekend. Maybe you got to sacrifice your weekends. Maybe there is no relaxing. Maybe there is going to be, no, Saturday, Sunday, I got to grind because I know this is where I'm going to catch up on my craft. Maybe you got to lose sleep. Maybe you got to, you know what I mean? It's certain things you have to do that we have to do as dreamers that not everybody will understand, not everybody will get, and most importantly, not that not everybody is willing to do. I think about that all the time is there's not a lot. It's, I think the most of it, I said it earlier, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think a lot of people give up on their dreams because they're scared or they're not willing to do not willing to put in the work that it takes to get there. Because if it was easy, obviously everybody would be doing it. But it's not easy. And is it really your dream if you're willing to give up, give it up so so easily? Maybe it is your dream, just maybe you just um, don't care about it as much. But for those dreamers that are willing to do it, that say and that are about doing whatever it is, like whatever it takes to get there, man, you just got to do what you got to do. But if you're in your, man, if you're in your 20s right now and you're around my age and you're just like talking about giving up on your dreams and you're just feeling hopeless, like, trust me, I, I've been there. I talk about it all the time on this podcast. Like I've, I've been there. I've been in the gutter. I've been where it seemed like the lowest of the low. But I can promise you that me keep, when I kept going was the best decision I ever made. But if you're in your 20s and you're on social media and you start comparing yourself to other people, I would just stop, man. Stop. It's not, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Like comparison is the thief of all joy. You're not gonna find any joy in comparing comparing yourself to other people. Nor and my biggest thing in life, too, is I'm gonna say this right now before I end the pod, is that. One of my biggest sayings is that people think other people care way too much. Hold on, let me rephrase this. People think that other people care about them way too much. Like, I promise you, nobody's on social media. Nobody's at their crib thinking like, damn, he's still living at their parents' house. Or like, damn, he's he's still doing this. Like, are he not doing this? Like, he's not. I don't see him post no. Nobody, I swear, I promise you nobody's at the crib thinking like that. Especially people that are our age, like they like 
they damn near like, damn, he living at the crib still. Like, I wish I could be at my parents' house right now saving bread. You know what I mean? It's like I promise you, like that people aren't judging you the way you think they are. People don't care that much. I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. People do not care about you the way you you think they do. For them to be, they got their own shit they worry about. They're not worried about you. So don't worry about what other people are doing. Focus on you. Focus on your goals. Focus on your dreams. And man, do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Like I mentioned before, my my dad used to say it to me all the time, the, the quote and the great debaters. Do what you gotta do to do what you wanna do. It's that simple. Do what you gotta do to do what you wanna do. Everything else will take care of itself. Man. Appreciate y'all tapping in to another episode of the Vance Barnes Pod. We're going to be back next week with a bunch of different stuff to talk about. Man, can't wait for some great things to happen this year. Man, some great things happening, great stuff happening. We're going to get some more content out to you guys. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate y'all tapping in again. Until next time. Peace.